And then honestly, no contest, no drama. My number one song for the album, for vocals and lyrics and the music all together is What Is Up Everyone? This is Don't Quote Me On That. I'm your host, Maria Cage, and I guess I'm the spunky Gen Z, zenial, genzenial soul, navigating the trivial and complex in-betweens of life through a pop culture and entertainment lens. Yes, that is what Don't Quote Me On That is all about. I mean, these things have such an impact on us as humans, so it's interesting to unpack the current events and the gradual developments uh, from entertainment and media and pop culture and examine their effect on us and our lifestyles. So, today's episode is a fun sprinkle among the others, and that's why we're calling it kind of a mini episode. It's the first time I've ever done this. Two episodes in a week. How fun. Although I'm not sure how mini it will actually be. I just wanted to get this out fairly quickly. So, here it is. Today, we're going to be ranking the Positions Deluxe album from Ariana Grande. She came out with the deluxe version of her album on February 18th or 19th, but the original version of Positions debuted in October around Halloween. And this new deluxe version features five new songs, including the 3435 remix featuring Doja Cat and Meg Thee Stallion. And for our segment for the record today, I just wanted to actually preface more than anything else. I'm a huge Ariana Grande fan, and I've seen her, I think, four times in concert. So the songs that I put at the bottom are there because this is subjective and everyone's music taste is different. I tried to consider the general merit musically and lyrically. So... There are probably some surprises to the average fan on the list, but don't quote me on it. That's me kind of covering my ass on anything that I say on this uh, on this podcast, but it's a lot of fun, and I'm just going to jump right in with number 14. Oh, also for the record, there are 19 songs on the album, but I did couple up, so we're starting with number 14. That's like the bottom of the list. We have Test Drive. This song is vibey, I will give it that, (laughs) but it's forgettable amongst the other songs in the album. It's clearly not my favorite. It's coming in at the last ranking that I have. There's not much dimension in the song. It's two verses that I think Ariana could do better at, and then the chorus is catchy. Like The first time I listened to it on the night that it was released, like right after I had listened to all of the deluxe songs, I had that one stuck in my head, the chorus. And it's catchy, but I couldn't remember what the heck else she said in the song. And for those reasons, I'm out. And personally, I also just don't love the subject matter. So that's why Test Drive is coming in at number 14. Next, coming in at number 13, we have our first coupling of songs with Safety Net and Nasty. Here's a couple that just aren't my favorite. Also here, I will give you guys a general heads up that I tend to prefer Ariana's music when it's just her like none of her collabs across her entire discography are my favorite songs off of her albums. I just tend to like her singing solo better with the exception of one or two every once in a while. So Safety Net features Ty Dolla Sign and I don't know, it just doesn't really do it for me. Uh, Yeah, same thing with Nasty. I do like both of these songs because they are full songs, but even with that, and when I say full songs, I mean like the more average, like three minute mark that songs typically are. I think there's been a wave within recent years. Songs are getting shorter and shorter, 
And honestly, it's true. If you look at the, the track lengths uh, amongst uh, general like popular music today, they are short. They're like two minutes or less, which is kind of wild. And Ariana has definitely produced that and adapted to that. And then also back to the whole note about collabs. I do think that the positions collabs were good because they all enhance the songs lyrically and add to them. And you guys will hear more as we get more into the, the podcast to see where they rank. Yeah, I mean, neither of these are, are my favorite. I don't know. They're just kind of there for me. I, I definitely do skip them. <laughs> like, we'll just leave it at that. Next up at number 12, we have Shut Up and Someone Like You together. So Shut Up was an original song on the album. It's the intro song. And Someone Like You was a deluxe song. So I grouped these songs together because they gave me the same vibe. <laughs> Shut Up, like I just said, is the intro of the Positions album. And I do think it sets a great tone for the album with the focus on the really pretty strings and the kind of way that she sings throughout the album. There's, I guess I could describe it as like a pace that is really evident in Shut Up in the verses where she's kind of singing in like short, quick, but a, an assertive tone and pace throughout the album. And I think that's really evident in Shut Up and it kind of foreshadows what's to come in the album. So in the verse, you kind of hear this pace. You can hear that in 3435. And then the positions chorus, the nasty chorus too, which obviously, would, I know I don't love nasty, but she does carry that, that tone and that pace throughout that song as well. And then someone like you has that sort of dreamy xylophone instrument, I think, which I love when she uses in her music. It's also in the Get Well Soon, which is my favorite song from Sweetener, and then also Moonlight from Dangerous Woman, just off of the top of my head, are songs that I feel like have a similar vibe. Someone Like You is actually an interlude. I don't think I mentioned that before. So it's just supposed to be just kind of like something to help carry the album along. I put these songs together also because I see them as a moment in the tour where they would be like costume changes. Up at number 11, it's just like magic. Just Like Magic was an immediate favorite for me because the whole thing is a big manifestation, is a big affirmation. And it just makes me feel like a bad bitch. She says, middle finger to my thumb and then I snap it. Just like magic, absolutely, absolutely. I think this song would make a great music video as well. There's so much potential here. And I like when Ariana gets to do a little acting in her videos. And I think she could really play it up with this. The whole wake up in my bed, I just want to have a good day, taking us through her day. I just think there's a lot of potential here. <laughs> and I also think it's better lyrically than the other songs that I've mentioned. I almost feel like this could be on the Sweetener album. It is. It does kind of stick out a teeny bit, but I do like it still on this album. But it just really resonated with me. The fact that the whole thing is just about like, think sunny, be sunny type of approach. And I like where she went with the lyrics with this one. Cracking the top 10, we've got another couple, couplet, I don't know, Love Language and West Side. These songs are kind of on opposite sides of the spectrum in terms of sound. Love Language is super upbeat and a bit theatrical. And West Side is like a bull, cool, low-key song. 
but both are big listens for me and they rank the same in my book. Lyrically, I think they're fine. I'm not bothered. And I think Love Language also will be a really entertaining number in the tour set as well. Coming up just in the top 10, we have 3435. The original, not the remix. It's fun, it's an upbeat bop. I know every word, but I think there are better standalone songs on the album, so I'm just gonna move right along and talk about those. Two of them are coming in at number eight. It's Obvious and Worst Behavior. Ariana's tone in these songs really match each other for me. I think they are really similar. In Obvious, she's like, hello, Earth to Dude, are you dumb? What the hell else do I need to do to make you realize that like I literally adore you, I do anything for you? How can I make this more obvious for you? I really like the concept of the song and what she's trying to say. You know, like, take a hint, brother, hello. And then Worst Behavior is also just a really good song. It's a vibe, it's one of, I think it's the first one that I have in here in the top 10 from the deluxe songs. This is so fun, guys. Here at number seven, we probably have my number one favorite off of the album, 630. I don't know what it is that draws me to this song. I think it's a bit of everything. The whole thing is a bop. Like the whole song is great. I like how the pre-choruses change. They're not exactly the same. They change with like a word or two. That gives it more dimension to me in the song than having them say the exact same thing. And number six, we have Motive. Here's an example of a song that I think is really enhanced by the feature. I think Doja Cat's verse adds a lot to the song and honestly, without her feature, the song would not be as good in my opinion. It's gonna be great in the club. So looking forward to that, I, it's a bop for sure. Finally, coming in at number five, can you guys guess it? It's the 3435 remix featuring Doja Cat and Meg Thee Stallion, who again, make the song that much better. This is what I was talking about when I said that I think the positions collabs are the best collabs that she's had. Some of them. Dangerous Woman had good competition with that, but even though the original bridge of the song is sacrificed in this song, the baby I'm gonna need a seatbelt. The two features are great and it's gal power and I love it. Meg and Doja really do well with their features and I have no complaints. It's a bop for sure. In every sense of the word, it's a bop. <laughs> okay, this is where I might surprise some people. I'm sure some people have already quaked that I didn't rate safety net higher or that neither the 3435s are going to be number one, but it is what it is. Um, at number four, we have my hair and main thing. Look, anyone who doesn't like my hair, I don't know what to tell you. She literally sings an entire verse and whistles. And the entire song is so different, but it's so Ariana. I also think this would make a fantastic music video, kind of black and white vibes, um, like an old 1930s film or something like that. Along with that, main thing is my personal favorite, and I think the best for, out of the deluxe songs. The reason I like main thing so much is because it's a great addition to the sound Ariana, I think, was trying to achieve with this album. A lot of the musicality has more R&B influences and more R&B direction than her other albums, which is 
just from interviews and articles I've seen through the years, Ariana has always wanted to be an R&B artist and was really influenced by those sounds, you know, growing up. So I love that she got to do that a lot with this album. And I think main thing just completely encapsulates that sound for me lyrically and musically. I mean, I feel like you could hear this on a Brandy album or even like a Destiny's Child album. Here we go, number three, Off the Table featuring The Weeknd. Lyrically, this song is exceptional. It's why it's ranked so high for me. Both such talented vocalists. I mean, her and The Weeknd did it with Love Me Harder, but they did it better with Off the Table. And I like it because it's got some good storytelling and belty parts to show off her talent a lot. And again, it's pretty pop R&B-ish with the whole duet style and the harmonies. It's just a great song altogether. Coming in, we are nearing the end. Number two, it's the title track, Positions. This song really is great all around. It's a hit and I love it. I think even if it wasn't the title track, it would still be a fan favorite because it's just stand out and superior and that's all I'll say about it. And then honestly, no contest, no drama. My number one song for the album for vocals and lyrics and the music all together is POV, Point of View. We get to just hear Ariana go off completely in this song and belt and harmonize with herself like she does best. I think personally that it's one of her best songs throughout her entire discography, one of her best songs ever, and it is most certainly the best song off of this entire album. Quote me on it. I think it was fantastic to put it at the end. It was a great kind of end to whatever the positions chapter is. And oh, I just think it's fantastic. It's dreamy and it has a story and it's real and it's authentic. It's great. POV, number one song off of the Positions album. Stream it, stream Positions. <laughs> so there you guys have it. All 19 of Ariana's Positions Deluxe album ranked and ready. Be sure to connect with us over at the podcast Instagram to let me know what you think at don't quote me pod. That's always linked in the show notes, by the way, where you can also find my Instagram every episode at Maria and cage. Share this episode with a friend or on social media. If you want to start a little spirited debate uh, and also check out the TikTok that I did for this to kind of promote uh, this episode. Uh, I think it was kind of fun. It'll be also be linked in the show notes, but I did. I'm glad I got to share my rankings today. And the TikTok shows more of like the music points that I was talking about in the episode. So be sure, like I said, to check that out. Lastly, I'll be back sooner or later, sooner than later with a brand new episode next week, actually with a guest. So I'm excited as always. And until then, don't quote me on that. I'll talk to you guys then.